welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Have you ever been in a situation where you think things are going to go one way and then suddenly something happens and it goes a completely different direction? That's what happens to Justice one night. One night when he thinks he's going to do something nice, but it turns out to backfire big time in his face. August 25th. Dear Martin, a.k.a. Dr. King, first and foremost, please, no, I mean you, no disrespect for the whole Martin thing. I studied you and your teachings for a project in 10th grade, so it feels most natural to interact with you as a homie. Hope you don't mind that. Quick intro. My name is Justice McAllister. I'm a 17-year-old high school senior and full scholarship student at Braesland Preparatory Academy in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm ranked fourth in my graduating class of 83, I'm the captain of the debate team. I scored a 1560 and a 34 on my SATs and ACTs, respectively. And despite growing up in a bad area, not too far from your old stomping grounds, I have a future ahead of me that will likely include an Ivy League education, an eventual law degree, and a career in public policy. Sadly, during the wee hours of this morning, literally none of that mattered. Long story short, I tried to do a good deed and wound up on the ground in handcuffs. And despite the fact that my ex-girlfriend was visibly drunk off her ass, excuse my language, I apparently looked so menacing in my prep school hoodie, the cop cuffed me and called for backup. The craziest part is while I thought everything would be cool as soon as her parents got there, no matter what they told the cops, these dudes would not release me. Mr. Taylor offered to call my mom. But the cops made it clear that since I'm 17, I'm considered an adult when placed under arrest. A.K.A. there was nothing mama could do. Mr. Taylor wound up calling my friend S.J.'s mom, Mrs. Friedman, an attorney. And she had to come bark a bunch of legal hoo-ha in the cops' faces before they'd undo the cuffs. By the time they finally let me go, the sun was coming up. It'd been hours, Martin. Mrs. F. didn't say a whole lot as she drove me to my dorm but she made me promise to go to the infirmary and get some cold packs for my swollen wrists. I called my mama to tell her what happened, and she said she'd file a complaint first thing in the morning, but I doubt it'll do any good. Frankly, I'm not sure what to feel. Never thought I'd be in this kind of situation. And that's because Justice feels like he's done everything by the book. Why would the cops hassle him? Yeah, he hears stories, just like everyone. But even though he's a black kid, he figures he's doing what he's supposed to do. So why did this happen? Why did the cops still hassle him? After that moment, it's hard for him to forget. It's hard for him not to start being nervous where he never had been before. And it's hard for him now to ignore some things that he really had in the past. It's making him question all kinds of things. Things he wishes he didn't have to reconsider. Dear Martin, by Nick Stone. This book is also available in large print from Thorndike Press.